We are I. I thought a lot about in my life about how you know discouraging life can be you know and I think a lot of people completely understand that especially if you're you know an a-type personality you know if you're a, a you know air quotes go-getter if you're a person who just strives for a little bit more who wants to make a lateral move and step outside of the box a little bit and you know like really really test your ambition. The more that you test your ambition, the more opportunity there is for failure and discouragement. But, you know, when you test your ambition, when you test your abilities, whether mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, whatever it is, like there's a a lot of opportunity for despair, a lot of opportunity for sadness, a lot of opportunity for discouragement, a, a lot of dark nights, a lot of questionable moments. You know, this is a really dark place in life when when you have the ability to be able to seek more, when you have the ability to be able to, you know, create new paths, when you have the ability to be able to, you know, really push tempo. You know, this is, I guess, the foundations of, you know, the American dream, the Western life, the, you know, the, I want to put food on the table. You know, and this was is, you know, rudimentary is that, you know, I want to put food on the rock or food in the hand, food in front of me. You know, when when you look at the fundamental premise behind this, you know, discouragement and despair, when you look at what being discouraged, what that really can do in today's times, it's kind of crazy. We We look at discouragement now as like this tool to be able to lay in bed or to sulk or to cry or to bitch and moan and complain and post all this dumb shit on social media and, you know, be this dark cloud in our lives that socially isolate us because nobody wants to be around that person because, you know, misery loves company. Is this you? Is this you? Has this ever been you? This is a lot of people. But just think about it for a moment. If discouragement equaled despair, this is really what the, you know, cause and effect are here. You know, I need something. I got discouraged. It caused despair. And now I have no more ambition. If this was the sequence of events, we'd all be dead. I think that there was a point in time in life and not too far back in the, you know, ancestral part of our um, of our lives of our existence on this planet that discouragement equaled drive that discouragement equaled hunger that discouragement equaled an avenue and a pathway for success because just think if discouragement was supposed to equal despair and flooded our bodies with these emotions that we should, you know, not do anything. We should throw in the towel. We would have never found food. 
I don't think people understand how hard it is to be able to grow food. Because you just go to the grocery store and you get it. If you want to not talk about shelter, if you want to not talk about clothing, if you want to not talk about safety and security, creating weapons, creating tools, creating shelter, creating clothes, you know, finding fresh water. If you want to talk about none of that, which are all monstrous tasks in themselves. But if you want to talk only about finding food, foraging food, growing food, hunting food. That is the most discouraging, absolutely discouraging environment that you can be in. If you've ever hunted and you've seen those animals that you haven't seen for days and days and days, even though you've been looking and searching and, you know, just trying your best to be able to find, then you see them and they're just too far away. You finally get close enough and the wind shifts and scares them away. It's the most discouraging thing that can happen when you spend an abundant amount of time and you have one opportunity and have nothing of your fault, but just mother nature and herself fucks you over. That when you plant crops, when you see something and you're like, I'm going to plant this, I'm going to grow this and your water source dries up. Or what if there's a little bit of a drought or a major drought and that doesn't grow? You're foraging and you found these berries or these this organic matter that you knew that you could eat here. So you stay here, you post up at the next year. It just doesn't grow that well. And you only get 10, 20, 30, 40% of the yield that was of the year before. And now you have to pack up and go and you didn't know that until the springtime came around and it just didn't grow. Or how about mushrooms, for example? You you see these mushrooms here, and just just because there's mushrooms here last year doesn't mean that there's going to be mushrooms here again, even though the mycelial network is still there. It doesn't mean that there's going to be an abundance of mushrooms that's going to grow there again. Or what if the berries are even more robust and abundant than what the year before, but now you're starting to compete with like things like bears? So either you have to kill the bear or you have to move on. But again, we haven't talked about having and building those tools and engineering those tools yet to be able to defend yourself against that bear. We talked about only the premise of being able to have food and not being discouraged when it's not there. Like a lot of other things in today's life, like anxiety, that I think anxiety now is just, you know, it's a mislabeled emotion. A lot of people who think that they suffer from anxiety, it's just this nervousness. Like I remember when, you know, when I was young and you'd go in front of, in your class, people would be like, hey, Blake, you know, are you nervous to go up there? And it's like, fuck yeah, I'm nervous because this shit's, you know, like, I, you know, like, I just, I know this feeling. Like, it is, I feel a little bit scared about this. Now it's like, are you anxious? Are you anxious? Maybe you shouldn't go up there. You know, like, like nervousness turned into anxiety somewhere along the lines of no idea where. And, you know, being nervous is also that parallel emotion of being excited. So, you know, how do you know that a lot of people who suffer from anxiety now just aren't nervous or excited? And I know that I have like all of these classic symptoms they talk about with being anxious if I just have too many stimulants, if I have too many cups of coffee in a day. That's why I limit it to two espressos in the morning. And 
It's the same thing when you look at being discouraged. I think before, discouraged was an avenue for success. You know, now discouraged is an avenue for this, you know, anxiety-ridden culture to be able to connect from just to be able to, you know, become this shell of a human being. Because I love the the avenue of discouragement because yes, it might be a hard blow. Yes, it might be a hard blow. We can all accept that. But it doesn't have to be something that ruins you. And you can you can use that discouragement as an avenue for success. You absolutely can. You can create that hunger. It goes back to something I've talked about in this podcast lots. You know, it's when my first business coach ever said to me, you know, get through those 10 no's to get to that one yes. Be hungry for those 10 no's. Want those 10 no's to find that one yes. Be that person who keeps going to get that yes, to get what you want. Get through discouragement because you can fly through discouragement to be able to get success no matter what that looks like. But we don't tell people this these days. But discouragement is an avenue for success. So the question of the day is, what side of this do you live on? Are you on the side of life that discouragement equals despair? Or are you on the side of life that discouragement equals success? 